Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ivelisse, a.k.a. La Sicaria, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building from Lucha Underground. And you're listening to the Oversell Wrestling Podcast. It is episode 125, and we are looking back at the Superstar Shakeup and talking about Bruno San Martino. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 125 of the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. Hi, I'm Mike. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Uh, kind of a bummer week for the world of professional wrestling. The wrestling world lost before, before Roman Reigns, before John Cena, before Rock, Austin, HBK, before Hogan and Macho Man. There was Bruno San Martino, who passed away yesterday, and the long-lasting impact he has had on the pro wrestling world is always going to be felt. There are wrestlers that are professional wrestlers now because they got to see Bruno San Martino up at Madison Square Garden, and it's just the very, house that he built. Right, right, and it's just very sad. Um, eighty-two years old, I believe. Eighty-two, yeah. And, man, it, it's just just something else. It, it really is. Uh, I don't, you know, there's, he was a little bit before my time, but I know he tore down the house in Madison Square Garden. You know, he was Vincent, that was Vincent Kennedy McMahon Sr.'s boy. Uh, he was an immigrant from Italy that escaped Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, and this is a crazy story, apparently he was bullied as a kid and because of a Jewish classmate introduced him to weightlifting. That's how he got into weightlifting yep. and, um, uh, ended up becoming a bodybuilder at one point, And then he moved into professional wrestling and became probably one of, if not the greatest world heavyweight champion of all time. His reign is not even close to being, Beaten. He was like seven a champion for seven years or something like that. Yeah. Fourth over four thousand days, and then you know combined runs he held the champ. He was champion, world champion for over eleven years. Uh huh. That's he had two different runs with it, and combined he held it for over eleven years. That's that's just incredible. Um, you never see that anymore no. in professional wrestling today, and. And granted, it was because it was a different time. I mean, right, with right. the territories and, you know, they weren't wrestling 300 days a year like they are now in, right. in WWE, at least. Which, that would have been the old WWWF, the Worldwide right. Wrestling Federation, before Vince McMahon uh, bought it from his father. So. And he was, he was the second 
world champion. He beat Buddy Rogers, mm-hmm. and from that there held it for seven over seven years. It was incredible. almost eight. Incredible. And then he was the first two-time world champion ever also. Wow. So, Our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Bruno San Martino. Bruno... Uh, if you're if you're up there in heaven, I hope you get this message from us. Not that, you know, we ever met you or anything like that. But sure, hopefully he's listening. And thank you for everything that you gave, both as a person to humanity and to what you gave in professional wrestling. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Bruno San Martino in this very, very, very difficult time. That being said. If you're a journalist <laughs> and you put out a tweet denying reports of the man the day after it's or the day it's announced he passed away, you can go to hell. And I don't care if you're the biggest pro wrestling writer or not, you don't fucking do that. That's all I'm going to say about it. You know who you are. We know you're listening. Yeah, because he listens to <laughs> podcasts like ours. He may. He may. Maybe he does. Um, we had the Superstar Shake-Up this week, starting on Raw. A lot, lot of movement this year. A whole lot. A lot of movement. I think um, it's probably the same amount as every year, but it, well, you know, it just seemed like a lot. First off, you know, Vince needs to get past several things. Like the fact... <laughs> Asians. No, he needs to get, well, oh, okay. he needs to, you know, he never wants to use the word draft anymore. Right. Uh, he never needs, he never wants to use the word tournament. Like, I guess if I ever kidnapped Vince McMahon and put him in a room, I would just play the words tournament over and over. Sneezes. Sne- well, I, yeah, I would make him sneeze. I'd throw pepper in his face every hour, but... It's just he, you know, it's just how interesting of a man he is that he doesn't like the word turn. It's not a tournament, damn it! It's an eliminator. Like, come on, man. But anyway, it's just him wanting to be different than everybody else. Now, granted, I am glad that they don't do the the draft anymore. I think I didn't like the whole, yeah. you know, taking time to pick and all that. But I'd, here's I'd like how they should have done it. They could have done it as a special on the network, just an hour special. On a, like a Sunday night, or it didn't have to be take place over Raw and SmackDown. It could have they could have done a network special. They could have had all the wrestlers in an auditorium or a theater theater or something like that. And Stephanie, I guess it would at the time it was Stephanie and Shane, right? And Daniel and it was Stephanie McFoley, and was it Shane and Daniel then? Yeah, it was Shane and Daniel from yeah. the get-go for SmackDown. They haven't changed, but the only thing that's changed about Raw is who the GM is. So they could now, if they redid this, they could put Steph and Kurt Angle on one side. They could have right now it'd be Shane, Shane and, Paige. and Paige, right, right, uh, on the other. The wrestlers are in the theaters. They come up when they're picked. They they take a Raw hat, a Raw shirt. They put on make it. Make it just like the NFL draft. Yeah, the N- like a major it, sports thing. Right. Yeah. They take the hat, they put it on, picture, all that jazz, and you do it until everyone's drafted in the theater. Then you could have maybe some surprises like some NXT guys or right. or these are the rookies that are – these are the NXT guys that are draft eligible or something like that. But the superstar shakeup, like, it doesn't 
you don't get any rules as to who was being picked from and what all, you know, if you're going to do it that way, show us what kind of negotiations they have. I don't know. Right. It's just seems I mean, right now it just seems like by this date, everybody's a free agent. Right. And they're just, okay, yeah, I'm going to pick you and you know, right, right. you're going to be here now. And it, it does take away from it, but like I said, the way they were doing the draft, I didn't really like that setup. Yeah, that now, was what you're weird. talking about. If they if they actually made it like one big thing, that would be pretty cool. But yeah, just yeah. having it, you know, having them go back and forth on yeah, on it, was, it was it was very weirdly done. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get. Now, granted, uh, that was a way to fill up part of Raw when they did it that way. But well, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I just. It was just very awkward and strange the way they did it that first time. And then I guess Vince hated it so much that he came up with this um, uh, superstar, superstar shakeup. Shake so started off big. You had Jinder Mahal come over and challenge, or he had a challenger for his United States title, Jeff Hardy. Yep. Jeff Hardy wins, and the next night he appears on SmackDown as a champion, which <laughs> Shelton Benjamin, I love you. Don't you don't need a microphone in your face? <laughs> that that promo was just. Uh, but that makes Jeff Hardy a Grand Slam champion. Yes, yeah, that's a big accomplishment for him too. Mm-hmm. That uh, and apparently it was like ten years, maybe exactly to the day or something that Jeff Hardy and Shelton Benjamin were wrestling on SmackDown for the United States title. Right, and Shelton Benjamin held it at the time. Right, and that was pretty cool. Uh, so who else came to Raw? We had tons uh, of people. Uh, Riot Squad. Riot Squad came over. Basically, Abs- they just kind of swapped Riot yep. Squad and Absolution. Yeah, and it's it'd be interesting to see if like they get made Paige a little heelish and uh, Absolution is kind of doing her bidding yeah. or something. They're enforcers for her or something like that. That would be kind of cool. Um, you had Owens and Zayn went to Raw. Yes, I love that. I love that Kevin Owens is back home where he needs to be on Raw. Um, you had the Miz move to SmackDown, which is huge because this is like the culmination of something that has been going on for uh, years now with um, Daniel Bryan. Right, so we're finally going to get some payoff there. Hopefully, hope <laughs> that we're going to because they could have a match at the Greatest Royal Rumble, I think. Or did they, did they announce that? Finally? Or they're going to have, or maybe it's um, uh, maybe it's at a, sh- a show. I don't know. They're going to uh. Eventually, they're going to have the match. It's going to be an awesome right. match because The Miz is awesome right now. I know uh, Ziggler moved to Raw. Yeah, and the crowd went mild for that one. Came out with, uh, he brought out Drew, Ma- Drew McIntyre. D- that, that was uh, nice, seeing D-Mac back. And I love I love the combination of the kick. The cut, What is it? The What does he call his kick? Why? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't remember now. And, he, and the zigzag together. That was actually pretty cool. But the big news about that is that all members of Three Man Band are on Raw yeah, again. No, I don't care. So I don't care. Uh, tag teams. Fingers we, we, crossed. We had some tag teams move over, didn't we? I know the Bar went to the SmackDown. Bar went to SmackDown. Um, which uh, uh, the uh, Gallows and Anderson went to SmackDown. Which yeah. hopefully they're going to do some more work with AJ Styles again because they had a really good run yeah. there. What they kept when they kept doing the whole I, we beat up John Cena. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We had. Okay, let's pull it up. Uh, Natalia went to Raw. Yeah, and it's going to be they set up something interesting between um her and Ronda. Yeah. Where they're going to be friends. Well, Natty doesn't do good with friends eventually in the WWE, so there's going to be 
Um, but they moved her over there because that's who was helping train Rhonda. So keeping her, keeping them together on the same show yeah. is, you know, hey, nothing but beneficial for Rhonda. If you've never listened to this podcast before, I'll say this. I am a huge fan of Natalia, and I always mm-hmm. have been. Uh, I think um, I think she's one of the most talented women on the roster. And I, actually, Charlotte would be, you know, probably right above her now, but she's still one of the top women wrestlers. Let's see, we had Zack Ryder. No one cared. Brizongo came over to Raw. Yeah, that's right. <coughs> Natalia, Mojo, Raleigh, Dolph Ziggler, Drew Mack, or D Mack, Baron Corbin. And that's interesting in itself because I see, I think Baron Corbin's close to getting a title run. I really do. Uh, Mike Kanellis. Yeah. The Ascension, which. <laughs> well, they had to come over since Breeze right. did. Uh, Bobby Roode and yeah. Chad Gable. Bobby Roode, is he, do you think he's kind of getting lost in the shuffle? I think so right now, yeah. You think? Yeah, take, take, I think it was too soon to take the title off of him. Uh, the U.S. title. Yeah. At US Mania. Title, yeah. Um, I think I can agree with that. I think he works. He needs he needs a heel turn, and I hate to be that guy that says this guy needs to turn heel, but Bobby Roode just seems like a more natural heel. Um, it's hard to be heel with that music, though. Yeah, they'd have and to that change would be, it. That would be the first thing they change, and I'd be all for that. You know, I love Glorious just as much as anybody, but it would make it that more impactful if, like, he turned heel for a while, and then you know he turns back face at one point, and you hear, you know. The glorious start, and I right. mean, that would be huge, right? Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's kind of he was big in NXT, and then just came to the main roster. And they were hoping that you know he was going to be you know one of the top faces. Yeah, he's like Triple H. He just needs to, he just needs to be a heel. Uh, SmackDown got Jeff Hardy, Absolution, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. They're going to get Sanity, yeah. which is interesting, uh, but. Nikki Cross is not does not was not them. yeah that kind of sucks because I really like Nikki Cross but that's also good for the NXT women's division because you know uh, they they need some names to stay down there and Nikki Cross would be that uh, big cast which it's going to be interesting to see if they pair him up with the Miz that would be that I think that would be really good Oscar uh, and the look on Carmella's face when Oscar came oh, yeah. out. Carmella is a great heel. She's killing it right now. I think she is. I think she's doing great, and you know she gets a lot of hate. But I mean, she the celebration could have been better. Yeah, anything could always be better. But when Oscar came out, that was the, her facial expressions were perfect. She looked worried, she which sold it, which makes Oscar still look like a big deal. Uh, we say Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, um, Cesaro, and Sheamus. The bar. Our truth apparently moved to SmackDown, but I didn't even know he was just on Raw. <laughs> and we'll have a call up for Andrade, Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega. Yep. And you know what makes me happy about that? You're getting an Alberto Del Rio type character you can use that's not Alberto Del Rio. Because he is unemployed right now. Because he's a dick. And, you know, I hope he never gets hired back by the WWE. Because, for one, I, I like, I think. Page is now in a good place now, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to see that uh, upset by that piece of shit. Alberto well, apparently, he's he's been talking about like he's been saying it for a while now, and it's getting closer that he's talking about just moving on from wrestling completely this year. Okay, good. 
Doesn't bother me at all. Good. Go go try MMA and get your face punched a bunch. That would that would be fun. So <coughs> uh bunches of punches. That is that's a superstar shakeup. I mean, what who came out looking better in your opinion after the superstar shakeup? <laughs> what well, if you stopped and just asked that question at the end of Raw? You would think Miz looked awesome because he was the only person that they announced was going to SmackDown by that point. And it's like they traded the entire roster just for Miz. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just thought that that was that made him look good. I mean, I know it really didn't have anything to do with it because we had a whole other night to go for this. But at that point, it just made it look good. Um, I really think Raw got better. Okay. I mean, just with Owens and Zayn. Uh, I really like D-Mac coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. SmackDown got pretty good, though, with, with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, The Miz. Miz, of course. Uh, I think the addition of Big Cass was great, and it makes sense that Raw has the deeper roster because it's three hours long. Right. Um, But you're going to look at the what you're going to be getting the next couple of months from SmackDown. You're going to get the payoff from Miz and DB, which hopefully Miz gets a couple of wins first, and then DB gets like the big win at Survivor Series. Right. Team, Team Miz versus Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series versus Team Daniel Bryan. And Miz could get like Nakamura. Daniel Bryan could get AJ Styles. Yep. Uh, Team Miz would have hopefully big Hopefully he can get, you know, AJ and uh, yeah. Gallows and Anderson. There you go. It writes itself. So that could be that could be really interesting. I To me, after... The superstar shakeup after two days. I think SmackDown's got the better brand. I really do. Nakamura, Brian, uh, AJ Styles, eight, and Nakamura as a heel is fucking great. Yeah, he is done. He is doing. He just looks more comfortable in the role. He looks like he's enjoying it just a little bit more, and he he just looks a lot better since he's turned heel. And that was incredible. Um, you got like I said, big cash. You got Oscar coming over, which is going to boost up right. their women's division. And they kept Charlotte. They kept Becky Lynch. You got Naomi, and their tag team division I think has gotten better. You got Gallows and Anderson, the Bar. You've got uh, the Bludgeon Brothers and yep. the Usos. They still have New Day. Yeah. So SmackDown Live, I think, has the better tag team division. Oh yeah. Than the Monday Night Raw division. Now a lot of people were griping because like Seth or Finn, or anything like that, didn't move, but I I don't mind that. I don't think, uh, right now, Seth and Finn are just solid mid-carters. They're in a great spot on Raw, and you still have Reigns. They can, they can be called up to the main event at any time. Yep. Um, you also have uh, Reigns there. You know, all the Reigns haters about to come in on me. Reigns, I've said it every week, Reigns hasn't had a bad match in three years. Right. Um, you still got, still have Brock, but we don't know how long that contract is. You still have. I was really hoping to see something with uh, Sanity and Bray Wyatt, but being on separate shows now. Yeah, <laughs> and wait a minute, wait a minute, and Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are taking on the Bar for the Raw. Well, the winner, yeah, yeah, yeah. the winner wins the Raw Tag Team Championships, right? Right. So they kind of booked themselves into a corner there. Because you're not going to have the bar move to SmackDown, then win the Raw Tag Team titles, right? 
You wouldn't think so. So that the, so the writing's kind of on the wall there. You think until Vince pulls some swerve out of his ass, right. uh, or the Eliminator that we. The but tag I mean, they, it could be planned like that to to throw a swerve at everybody and you know for a, a short amount of time for some reason have both ti- tag titles on SmackDown. Yeah, no, I don't see them doing that. I think the writing's on the wall now. Wyatt and Hardy are going to be your new Raw tag team champions, which I, I'm happy for. Bray Wyatt gets a title. He's actually being booked favorably since yeah. he fell into the lake of reincarnation. We'll see how long that lasts, though. Yeah, uh, It's going to be interesting to see what um, a team does like the what a team like the Miz Taraj does without the Miz there with them because I mean they'll probably be repackaged again. <laughs> well, you know, I would love to see I would love to see Bo join Wyatt and Bray. Uh, maybe he fought that maybe they do another tag team thing um and they do it like the ultimate deletion or what do they call it in Raw on Raw? I thought that's what it was. Was it, it the ultimate deletion? Yeah. Um, so maybe that, that Bo and Curtis are in that and Bo falls in the lake of reincarnation and becomes <laughs> sister Abigail. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 that's going to be when Bailey falls into the lake yeah. of reincarnation when she comes, um, they gave Smartest away, thing Bo ever said. they gave away Charlotte and, uh, Bailey for free on television. Now, granted there was an attack during the match, wasn't it? Right. Who interfered? What's the riot squad? Yeah, I think that's how they came out, wasn't it? Yeah, they can't, they interfered in that match and beat the hell out of those two. So it's kind of a year. Uni- or I mean, it, it, absolution. Was yeah. it? A, no, I thought it was Riot Squad. That's how they, they moved to, to Raw. Riot Squad moved to Raw. Right, and they had Bailey and Sasha had the match on. Oh, Monday, okay, okay. And then they interfered because you said that match. Charlotte. I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> that threw no, me no, off no, when you no, said no. Charlotte. And, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like the Riot Squad. I really do. Something about Sarah Logan. I really like her. Yeah, you. It's kind of weird that they just swapped, you know, Riot Squad and Absolution. I mean, granted, you don't really need them on the same show, but it's odd that they swapped them when they haven't really been there for that long. Yeah, but I think overall Riot Squad was doing a little bit better than Absolution, especially when you have a member like Paige that couldn't even wrestle. Right. Um, I love the interaction between uh, Ronda Rousey and Absolution. Yeah. Because watching her and um, Sonya Deville, Go at it. That was pretty good. You know, there could be a match down the road. Yeah. Uh, whenever Rousey or one of them moves to the same brand. Um, and, you know, I kept thinking, like, when Rousey was walking Natty up, it's like, I could just see Ronda making that scowl on her face and then putting Natalia and, like, making her join. Imagine her joining Absolution by turning on Natalia <laughs> that night. That would have been some good. Oh, yeah. Th- but then she would have had to move to SmackDown. So right. I guess it makes sense why they did that. Uh, trying to think of other things that happened on Raw this week that were that are um, discussion worthy. Uh, Reigns keeps calling out Lesnar for not being there, which is interesting. Um, what else? What else you want to talk about? Daniel Bryan, and AJ Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles have a mat. You know, uh, match or no? They had a fight. They tagged. Against who did they tag against? It was Nakamura and uh, no, because Nakamura came and interfered. That's and gave right. Low that's blow right. to AJ Styles. Yeah, I don't remember now because it wasn't the Miz because he wasn't there. Uh, I don't know. 
uh, then Big Cass came out and put a big boot on Daniel Bryan. Right. Um, I think Big Cass is going to end up being a better version of Test. You can see that. I mean, they've got the same build and somewhat. I mean, kind of look alike like in the solid, face too. But yeah, you got the in their mouths. They kind of look the same as well. So, <laughs> something that I'm kind of upset about. Well, uh, I've got caught up, caught back up on uh, Impact. Okay. And they've got a pay per view coming up this weekend. Yeah, here the card for it doesn't actually look too bad. Yeah, it's it's decent card actually. I mean, I'm not gonna order the pay per view or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they just had their their feast or fired thing a couple weeks ago. And if you don't know what that is, every year they'll have a match. It's got four or five briefcases and. You know, multiple people in the match, whoever can get those briefcases, they're in feast or fired. And then they all get together and open up the briefcases. And like this year, there's four. There was three different title shots, world heavyweight, X division, and tag titles. And then the fourth one is a pink slip. You're fired. Uh, Moose got ended up getting the world title shot. Awesome. Uh I think it was Petey Williams ended up getting the X Division. Makes sense. And Eli Drake got tag titles. Okay. EC3 got fired. Well, finally. Course. I mean, that's how far <laughs> it's been. Right. You know, he just got fired two weeks ago, and he's been in WWE for, you know, a few months. So uh-huh. I mean, that's how far ahead they, like, film stuff. Um, of course, Eli Drake didn't want the tag titles. And just going full heel, just, you know, he deserves the the world title shot. Of course. So he, Dummy, yeah. Yeah, basically. He challenged Moose in a briefcase for briefcase match and ended up winning. So oh, wow. Moose didn't get his shot, and Eli Drake's got two, two briefcases now. Mm-hmm. And currently, LAX, Latin American Exchange, is the tag titles. You know, they're run by Conan. Okay. But he's not actually wrestling now. That's good. Uh and they kept they came out wanting to know who who Eli Drake's tag team partner was going to be cuz they've got to wrestle for the titles at the pay-per-view. And he starts talking up the person. He's like this is probably one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time and you know just kept talking him up. Out comes Scott Steiner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can I wish I could have seen your face. <laughs> When Scott Steiner walked in. Yeah, he comes out and he's talking all his trash and I mean he's looking old. Yeah. And then they had a uh apparently they had a, a conference call with Scott Steiner that they aired and he went full heel and like he he stepped over the line to get heat. Okay. Just as Scott Steiner does. Yeah, that's that's his game. I mean, since they're going against the Latin American exchange he made a comment about how Trump is wanting to get rid of all the immigrants. Oh, no. And he was like, if he does that, who's going to cut the grass? I tell oh. you who Conan's going to. Oh. And he started making remarks about fat people. And, I mean, he was he was going off. And a lot of people are thinking, okay, you know, you, you kind of crossed the line there between, you know, entertainment as a heel and just being a total dick. Um, I think it was Daniel. On this podcast, Daniel Jones, at One Dangerous Dan on Twitter, mm-hmm. who said, 
you should never hand a live microphone over to Scott Steiner. Yep. And what you just said <laughs> reinforces his point. Oh, yeah. We miss you, Dan. He's going to come back on eventually. I think he's just been super slammed with oh, work yeah. and life. And hopefully things are going to slow down. We can get our man in East Tennessee now. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. We love you, Dan. And he's doing a lot of stuff with um, Innovate Championship Wrestling over there where you can find them on YouTube. Um, he's been doing some uh, training of his own, right? Making a return. Yep, and he was—I think he recently went to Ricky Morton School. Yep. Um, so, Morton. Dan, we miss you on the show, but man, if you're going to get back in the ring, I'm—I'm I'm really happy for you, and I really miss you. Miss talking to you every week. Hopefully, you'll listen to this. I hope. Hopefully, he listens to this on the podcast here. Hopefully. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> anything else going on in Impact Land? Rosemary's still killing it. I think great wrestler. Like right now in Impact to me, Rosemary and Eli Drake are the top two just carrying the show. Who else is on Impact these days that are big names? Uh Moose. Of course Moose. Other than uh They they've been through a a, a thing right now where they've kind of brought back a lot of people from the earlier years. Mm-hmm. Uh recently back brought back uh like Petey Williams, uh Sanjay Dutt okay. brought him back. He's commentating now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only a matter of time, right? Well, no, I mean, he came back and wrestled like for a few months. Oh, okay. And then there was, you know, they lost uh, Jeremy Borash. Mm-hmm. He went to, you know, WWE. NXT and all. So, well, that, actually, he, he, I think he produced the um, Ultimate Deletion. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. But I mean, like, he left, uh, you know, EC3 left, Bobby Lashley left, all that. There was a whole bunch of changes. Uh, so they had to have somebody else pop on to commentary so mm-hmm. they chose Sanjay Dutt for some reason okay. and now him and Josh Matthews are doing that uh but you still got uh you know in the knockouts you've got Rosemary uh Taya Valkyrie uh, I'm I'm really happy she's over there because yeah. she is so so talented yeah. she really is and they've, they've her and Rosemary have had a pretty good feud is Mundo or Johnny Impact yeah he's still over he's there he's still over there uh You've got Allie right now. Good. Who's great. Uh, Formerly known as Cherry Bomb. Right. She's currently the Knockouts champion. Okay. Um, Chelsea Green still over there? No, she just left uh, about a month ago, maybe two months ago. She's, okay. Just doing independence? Yeah. Uh, they just brought in the undead bride, Sue Young. Okay. Tell me about her. She comes out dressed like a zombie bride, basically. Just kind of a brutal style. I mean, she's kind of like Rosemary, only, you know, Rosemary's not undead or whatever. I mean, she that's Rosemary's more of, honestly, what you would think Sister Abigail would be like. But, I don't know, she just comes out and she's got all the, I mean, <laughs> an undead bride. That's the best way I can okay. explain it because that's what, you know, what she goes by. Okay. Um, who else do they have? They've still got the X Division going on. Uh, Matt Seidel, X Division champion right now. Awesome. Austin Aries is the world champ. Which he can, and did I tell you he came out at the Ring of Honor show? No, but I saw that he did. Yeah, he uh, he came out and uh, is going to be challenging, I guess, for one of their titles there. I can't. I don't know if it was the. It, he helped Kenny King from Tough Enough season two. Oh, which yeah. The fact that he's wrestling still just yeah. blows my mind. He was but in I, TNA for a while. He, but he uh, came out and helped 
uh, Kenny King out after getting beat by Silas Young for the ROH TV title. So maybe he's looking to add the ROH TV title to his collection. Yeah, he comes out to the ring at Impact with like five titles. That's awesome. I yeah, like I mean, that. He just collects titles and he's even said in interviews, he's like, you know what? Because he, he was talking about the uh, over WrestleMania weekend where they had Impact versus Lucha Underground. Yeah. And he was talking about at that point, you know, he's trying to help do things like this more often to where mm-hmm. more companies work together so you can have more of these dream matches that you never yeah, even thought yeah. was possible. And by having all these titles and getting, you know, showing that, okay, yeah, there are other promotions out there other than what you see on TV. And I think he's, I think it's a great, a great idea. I do too. I do too. Cause uh, that's one thing new Japan will do. Um, if you're champions, in other words, like if you, if you're the rev pro champ, or anything else like that, they'll come out. You'll come out with those titles, right? You know, they always do the Ring of Honor folks. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. I like that gimmick, and I like that he. Their other promotions yeah. are letting him and, come in and do it. You know, he was supposed to wrestle Alberto El Patron. Yep. Uh, then he no showed, so they changed some stuff around. So now at the uh, pay per view this weekend, Austin Aries is defending the title in a triple threat match against Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who's – oh, Phoenix, as in, like, from Lucha Underground yeah. Phoenix. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love any time to get to see Pentagon Jr. I may have to find a way to check some of this show out. Uh, I forgot to tell you about – and I forgot to tell our listeners last week about a spot. Uh, Matt Riddle wrestled uh, eight shows, and one of them right. I got to see him at was called Progress Wrestling. Um at this is underscore progress on Twitter. Go follow them. There you just announced their lineup for the strong style 16 tournament. Oh shit, dude. It looks <laughs> like a, it's got, it's got some badass talent in it. Um, but he wrestled against Jimmy Havoc in progress. Matt wrestle doesn't re- or Matt Riddle does not wrestle with anything on his feet, completely barefoot. Right. During this match. And I, I looked at my cousin a couple of times and he'd look at back at me. He's like, Dude, this is this is uncomfortable. Um, Jimmy Havoc uh, was biting his feet. He was slamming bare feet into the ring steps, doing all sorts of just bad spots with his feet to where at some point he ended up, I don't know where he got it from, he had a sheet of paper and gave paper cuts to Matt Riddle's <laughs> feet. And I looked at Ted and he was like, oh my God, this is hard to watch. Well... That, that seemed to be all the rage at some of these shows because there's another guy that wrestles um, that's a part of Catchpoint for Evolve. Mm. He wrestles without anything on his feet. They put his feet in a ladder and then closed it really hard on his feet. And like barefoot spots, barefoot oh, yeah. spots just, just really, really, really That's what me. made Die Hard so oh. unbearable at some points. Sh- shoot the gloss. Yeah. <laughs> shoot it. <laughs> oh, man. With something else about uh, Impact, I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive I'm right because I'm me and I'm usually right about stuff. But, you know, Impact... And you don't toot your own horn anyway. Exactly. But, uh, you know, Impact will tape multiple shows over like a couple couple days. Yeah. I'm fairly certain, saw a friend of the show, Trina... Trina De La Muerte. Uh, Marky Mark or yeah, No, something? actually, she's T- Trina De La Muerte. Okay, I tried to get her on the show. Okay. Try to get her on the show this week. If you're listening, Trina, I know you're super busy. You have... There's, like, three people other than Dan that have open invites on the show. That's Trina, 
That's Fred, and that's Shaggy. Right. Those guys, all they have to do is say, hey, can I come on your show and talk some wrestling with you? All you have to do is ask. Yep. And I, I, I think the highly of the world of those three people outside of you and Dan, you know, they are always welcome on this show whenever the hell they want to go. But I'm pretty sure seen her at ringside for Impact. Nice. For several episodes. I mean, obviously, since they tape them all at once, I mean, she's been in the same spot every time. And if it's not her, it's a doppelganger, but I'm fairly certain that's Well, where are they filming at? Uh, Still down Orlando area. Well, I, I think believe. she lives think. in California, so it's probably a look-alike. Trina, if you're listening, <laughs> let me know if you've been to Impact tapings. If not, you have a doppelganger, and I will show you. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah. What else you want to talk about? Uh, something I wanted to bring up. Uh oh. Since we didn't really the, and the look on your face. Oh no! When you said that. No, nothing like that. Um, you know, we didn't really talk that much about the Hall of Fame. When we oh. did the review and all, yeah, uh, I'm glad I did, but wasn't really going to talk too much about the Hall of Fame this year anyway. I mean, that, that's and, not what and, I'm bringing up. And let me be, let me start off with this. I'm glad we didn't go to that because apparently there's a measles outbreak. Now I'm, <laughs> yeah, I've got my immunizations <laughs> from it, but damn, how the hell are you going to have a disease from the 1800s that should have been eradicated by immunizations show up at a fucking Hall of Fame ceremony? Yeah. Like how do you? Why would you get on a plane and travel somewhere when you have that? I mean, yeah, highly contagious, and like I said, should be eradicated due to vaccinations. But whatever, that's a whole that's a whole political <laughs> right. ar- argument for a whole nother time. Right. Anyway, what do you want to talk about the Hall of Fame? But basically, I wanted to bring up um, who do you think? It's a couple different things, and that's why I didn't bring it up prior. I want you to just kind of go right off the top of your head. Um, Basically, to start out, who do you think currently in WWE are like guaranteed, you know, future Hall of Famers? Uh, currently in the WWE, yeah, Brock is going to be one, right? Jericho, or right. I mean, I guess does he count? Yeah, he's still okay. Uh, he's Heyman. still active. Heyman, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, Taker. Oh, guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cena. Of course, of course. Um, They'll find a reason to put in the Bella Twins. Oh, yeah. Oh, one day. Kane. Kane. Um, Big Show. Big Show, definitely. Ray Mysterio. I know he's not, like, active all the time, but he is a future WWE Hall of Famer. He's going to be wrestling at the greatest Royal Rumble, too. Um, Let's see. uh, Hmm. It's a good question. It really I mean, is. one that you you would hate, but Orton. we know it's going to happen. Or yeah. he he definitely would be not worth it. Uh, I mean, I think already right now, even though even though he hasn't been in WWE long, he has had a long career. AJ Styles. Yep, he'll definitely be in. DB. Yeah, Daniel Bryan will be. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's it it. In a way, it's kind of hard to say with some people because, like, if you look at some of the classes, like, Jeff Jarrett, to me, wasn't a WWE right. Hall of Famer. And then people will say, well, he's done other things in wrestling, but WWE only cares about the yeah. WWE stuff. There, there's very few exceptions. Like, Sting, Sting. was an exception. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they recognized his Goldberg talent. was his. Right. Goldberg. Um, man, uh, other than those we named, I can't think of anyone else. I think the Hardys. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt and Jeff will. We said, um, and do you think they're ever gonna, you know, do? Do you think Ric Flair is going to be the only one that's in there multiple times, or do you think they're going to do like you know DX? They'll be going in as a group, and you know Edge is already in there, but are they going to do Edge and Christian as a tag team? No, nah, I think they're going separately. Uh, it's Chris, Christian got into the Hall of Fame. Has, no, he's not has, in yet. No, he yeah he's a Hall and, and he and they joked about that when they were inducting the Dudleys. You know, as they came out, Christian started doing a, a thank you speech because he thought Edge was inducting him. Um. Yeah, I think Christian is a. If you're going to call Jeff Jarrett a Hall of Famer, you had to call oh, Christian yeah. one. Um, and Christian was a heavyweight champion a couple times. I know at least yep. once, maybe twice. Booker T is he a Hall of Famer yet? Yeah, he's okay. in there. Um. Then you have all the weird ass celebrities that they seem to pick. Which yeah. Don't even get me started on yeah, those. Don't Andy <laughs> Kaufman. That. Andy Kaufman. All right, and then I was going to say who. Who isn't in there now that you think should be? I mean, they're not necessarily current anymore, uh, but wow, that aren't a part of it. That um, you really know should be by now. I tell you what, off the top of my head, here's a name that's going to be kind of out of left field: Viscera. Okay, uh, big guy. You know, had a great wrestling career. Wrestled. He, he had multiple gimmicks. King Mabel. Yep. Um, Viscera would be one. Uh, is Yokozuna's in, right? He's got to yeah. get in posthumously. Yeah. Um, one that I'm thinking of uh, that I don't believe is in there, Eric Bischoff. Hmm, that'd be interesting. I really think he should be in there. You know, he was a big part of, Was he the? would he be considered the ruthless aggression era or is he attitude era? They're still, they were well, doing I mean, hot I think, les- I think a lot of it would be for, you know, what he Monday did at WCW and the Monday um, Night Wars, but I mean, when he did come to WWE, I mean, he had he had, he a, had a great on-screen yeah. character. Yeah, and, um, and he, he did a lot for the business. Uh, but he was was he Attitude Era? Well, did he come in at the tail end? Because they're still doing like hot lesbian action with him. And yeah, that was the. I think it really was the ruthless aggression okay. era when he came in. Um, let's see, Owen. Owen definitely easily. Uh, you think X Pac will ever will go in? Ooh, you know that's a tough one because I mean I kind of think he's on like a a Jeff Jarrett kind of level right. when it comes to to recognition in WWE. But right, well he you know he had a if they consider his stuff with both being in DX and NWO, and NWO. Um, I mean he held the like, I, the light heavyweight title a couple times. I think he was I think tag he, champ. I think he's had a career enough for it. You know. Um, how he became the one two three kid over the lightning kid, I, you know that's a, that's a moment that always will stick out. Right. Um, I, I would I would think he gets in, he gets in eventually. Maybe I, I mean he, they have the whole click in there. Triple H is another one we forgot that triple is yeah, guaranteed. Well, yeah, that's it's Stephanie. I think she I think she's guaranteed to be in there. It'd be interesting. See, it'd be interesting if the man McMahon's don't put themselves in it right. since they kind of control it. So you maybe you don't see Shane or Steph in it. I think I know who should get in it. Nicholas, <laughs> the youngest <laughs> champion ever in the WWE, is going to be in one day. I can see him putting Sheamus in. Hmm. He's multi-time champion, multi-time tag champ, Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, uh, Batista. Yeah, he'll he'll be in eventually. Um. 
Hmm. I'm trying to think back of, you know, former Joey Styles. Yeah, he should definitely be in. He, yeah, he he should really be in. You think they'll ever put RVD in? Uh, I know no. They've had problems with no. him because of no. They yeah. won't. They won't. The, just unless he gives up the ganja, <laughs> which I saw an interesting uh, article uh, or is an interview with Matt Riddle, and you know he was in the UFC and he got popped for uh, marijuana multiple times, but he explained it like I was using marijuana as pain management. You know, right. I was being prescribed pain pills and opioids and all this stuff, and I didn't want to do that to my body, so I'd use pot. You know, and. You know, it's just pot. And I was like, you know, he makes a really good argument if, you know, when it's going to become, when it becomes legal everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you will see Matt Riddle in the WWE when they don't, ha- when he, they won't get in trouble for testing for it. I mean, and, and I, I want that to happen, A, because I like Matt Riddle, but two, it would be, if, if wrestlers are using it smartly for pain management, go, you know, take an edible or something like that, you know. They they put their bodies through so much and they travel so much that, you know, there's only one way for their body to ultimately relax. That's not laying in a hot tub. It's not, you know, how many uh, pills did at some point uh, was it? It wasn't Ken Shamrock. It was um, who was the uh, the American Eagle guy? What was his name? The Patriot. Do you remember? Oh the Patriot? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taking some a hundred, a hundred sixty pills a day, mm-hmm. or something like that for pain. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So these guys, I mean, granted, it's got to be legal everywhere. I'm not saying go do it. All I'm saying is once it becomes legal, I would hope the WWE would relax their testing for it just so the wrestlers can uh, manage their pain a little better without having to take Percocet or Vicodin or muscle relaxers or anything like that. But you brought up another name. Who's that? Ken Shamrock. Do you think he would ever? I think he would. I think he should be. I mean, he. I mean, he's w- never mentioned in anything and he, anymore. You know, he kicked off. He was a big part of. He was a an instrumental part in kicking off the Attitude Era. Yeah, everyone loves the Attitude Era. Shamrock was in that match where he, uh, you know, ended the match because Stone Cold passed out. Yeah, that and he had a pretty good run yeah, as a wrestler too. Great Intercontinental Champion run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was what part of the, he's part of Stables Corporation yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd say Ken Shamrock's a WWE Hall of Famer. Now, now I don't know if maybe it's just because they can't come to a a mutual agreement on money or something like that. But right, I yeah, I, I think he's a definitely is a Hall of Famer. Another one I've thought of, uh, still active but not necessarily in WWE, but uh, Tommy Dreamer. E, yeah, They've got to recognize. They, him. Oh my god, if they're gonna put the Dudleys in. Yeah, they have to put Tommy Dreamer in. I mean, instrumental part of ECW. Uh, the only guy to be employed by ACW the entire time that company was running was a major part of the WWE CW. Yeah. Uh, and was a big part of the hardcore division. And uh, I think, yeah, easily. <clears throat> now, as far as ECW originals go, there's not many of them I'd put in, but Tommy Dreamer would be a, one of them. I really um, think Taz. Taz. They need yeah. to put Taz in. Yeah, because Taz also had a good run in the WWE. Oh, yeah. And. Um, he was a great commentator. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, Taz, the, from the ECW guys, Taz, Joey Styles, Dreamer. 
you know, there's not too many of the guys, those guys you want to hand a live mic to. Like, right. Like, I want to say Sabu, but then again, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe not. Um, you know, they already got the Dudleys in from ECW. Maybe the Dudleys open the door for more ECW stars yeah. to come in. Maybe next year we get Dreamer in. And I'd be all for that. I oh, yeah. always have been a fan of Tommy Dreamer. Always have been. He's... He's been one of those guys that you know is doing it for the business. Yeah, I mean it's you know he's, he runs he's hundred percent you know wrestler. He runs the House of Hardcore shows. Yeah. He takes loans out against his house to put those shows up. And um, uh, he's actually going to be at the uh, the Impact pay per view. He's teaming up. Uh, basically, it's OVE Ohio versus everybody. It's Sammy Callahan and the uh, the brothers. I can't remember their names now, but it's OVE. Uh, and Tommy Dreamer showed up because they're kind of hardcore. Yeah, he showed up and he's teaming up with Eddie Edwards and Moose against oh, wow. OVE wow. in a House of Hardcore match. That's awesome. So Moose is going to be in a House of Hardcore match. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's 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 great. Let's see. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some more at the names. Wall. <laughs> Bru- uh, there's Harvey Whippleman. Bruno's right yeah, there. He should be. Um, it's really all in the wall. You think uh, you think they'll ever put Vicky in? Vicky Guerrero. I yes 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 I I think she's very deserving, um, great heel manager, tons of great moments. Accidentally said excuse me, <laughs> and it stuck. Yep. And she you know she was, she was a valuable commodity I think as a GM and as a manager, and and yeah I could see her getting in. You know I mean it's it's just weird because you really don't know what the set criteria for. Um, what a what a WWE Hall of, Hall of Famer, Famer yeah. is, and sometimes it doesn't seem like there is one. And yeah. They just kind of grab names and be like, like uh, "We yeah, got to fill a spot." That's kind of like what I got for this one. Like I loved, I loved Hillbilly Jim, mm-hmm. but you know, in the annals of time, I don't know if he's had like, you know, a career as one of the best. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, love I mean, the what guy. what you know, if if you say Hall of Fame, you kind of. You may not be able to put it in words, but you have an idea of what a Hall of Famer should be, you know, career-wise. Yeah. That one's kind of That's That's why Jeff Jarrett, like, Jeff Jarrett can easily go into a pro wrestling Hall of Fame, but a WWE Hall of Fame, yeah. I, just, I don't think he he really was one. Um, that's I mean, I, on that note, you know, Sting technically would be, too, not in WWE. Right, right. I mean, he only had three matches. Yeah, only won one of them. Yeah, which yeah. we got to see um, live. We saw I know his we, only win. Did, Warrior got in right before he died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he died like the, the week, uh, the, like, the two week or three afterwards. days after. Yeah. Um. Greg the Hammer Valentine is he one? He may already be in there. Okay, he should be. I think he's he in should there. Should be. Uh, Honky Tonk Man. I don't think he is. I think he might be. He may have been, like, early on. Because, you know, they originally started doing it, like, during the 90s. And it was only, like, one or two people. And they wouldn't have a big ceremony about it. Gotcha. And then they brought it back to where it was, like, a big deal. Like, 2005, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then they start doing it as they're doing it now. And I think he may already be. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's he's in. He may have come around at the time that, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What'd you think? Uh, we're gonna move on to topics here. I want to talk a little NXT. What'd you think of the War Raiders debut? Yeah, I. Uh, you like War Machine? Yeah, There's and and I had seen them before. When uh, I'd seen them uh, in Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and I you know I liked them at that point. 
Yeah. The just big tough dudes. Yeah. Um really excited. And I I understand why they changed the name, but yeah. Sometimes if it's if you're only changing part of the name, it kind of seems pointless. Well, then, but well, actually, there's multiple reasons. A, the former name, and then you also have heavy machinery. Right. So you can't have too many. There's too many machines, damn right. it. A um, uh, couple other people. I'm really excited that we have a true stable in NXT now, a stable of four guys. Four, yeah. I love the Undisputed Era. Um, so that, that's exciting. And... Yeah, I, I, I'm really digging what uh, NXT. NXT is awesome because you would think, you know, with all the people coming and going into it, people get lost in the shuffle. But I think that's actually one of their strengths. I think mm-hmm. I saw an article that said that, like the fact they these guys come in, they get hot, and then they leave. I mean, it just helps the NXT product out a little more. Right. And I just had another thought. What's that? <laughs> Something that would be awesome if. It would be a great stable, and it would seem damn unstoppable for a while, as if uh, Sanity teamed up with uh, Bludgeon Brothers. I could see it. I really could. I mean, they just look-wise and kind of gimmick, they kind of fit together. I could see and it. that would be just a brutal, brutal stable. Kennedy had some interesting thoughts when we at WrestleMania. He saw the Bludgeon Brothers. He's like, like they just look like a tag team that the right wings would love. Like, <laughs> they just look like, you know, Trump's favorite tag team. <laughs> yeah, we got some good laughs off that. Um, yeah, that's that, that Hall of Fame talk was good. Uh, I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm sure there's, like, obvious ones that we're just not thinking of. Brian Pillman, if he hasn't yeah. been in, I could see him going in one year. Um Trying to think of like guys that were in stables. Farouk and Bradshaw, they went in together, didn't they? Or I don't think Bradshaw's no. in there. Brad then Bradshaw is a yeah, future one. He he's definitely. Uh Michael. Malenko. Never had much of a WWE run. The rat none of the radicals really did right. other than Benoit. Right. Oh, I said his name. Yeah. We, which we know he'll never go he in. He never will. But um, despite that, wrestling career wise, oh, yeah, easily he's definitely deserving. But not I, I don't know. I don't see that I don't see the Malenko. And, and sorry, Dan, if you're listening, <laughs> I know that's your boy. Um, and it's no slight against Malenko, just you know him, Perry Saturn, and who was the third guy in the ra- oh well, Guerrero. Eddie. yeah, the two of them were. But I just don't see Saturn and Malenko never really had that big run. Terry Runnels. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. I'd have to get. I'd have to think about that one. Um, yeah, she had a run as a women's wrestler. Great manager. Pretty mean sisters, maybe, maybe. I can see her do. I mean, Sunny's in. Why could you not have Marlena right. in? Yeah. So I guess I could take that logic. I still think Victoria should be in. I think I, I really Mickey James, yeah, future Hall of Famer easily. Because Victoria had a good run when she was in WWE, and then she had an equally good run when she went to Impact or TNA at the time. Mm-hmm. And I really think I think she's deserving of it. Yep. And speaking of women's wrestling, they did announce uh second season of Glow comes yes, out June twenty uh, ninth. Yes, I am very I like the commercial too when they're all singing singing or lip singing to Maniac. He's like, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we got a show to do. Quit it. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I really enjoyed Glow. Yeah. Um so that's coming back and it's gonna be interesting to see like oh, here's an interesting story about Glow. Did you hear who Alex Riley beat out to be play Steel Horse on no. that show? He beat out Jericho. 
and he beat out The Miz for that role. <laughs> okay. So, kudos to him. He beat out The Miz, and The Miz is actually, you know, not that bad of an actor, so I'm surprised. Right. And WWE, you know, they obviously want the wrestlers in there to get some sort of public, you know, uh, PR from it. Right. So... Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. So, really, but I'm really excited yeah. about that show coming back and see where they go with some of the stories and um, just it's just a really funny show. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to hit on? Uh, not that I can think of right now. How about we do our social media then? Be okay. sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me. I'm at Derek D E R I C K D E R I C K O V E R S C L L. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure to head over to OversellPod.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. There's uh, no shopping. There's no, I mean, there is shopping. <laughs> There's shopping, of There's course. There's no uh, hidden fees, extra fees, anything like that. We just get a small commission on anything sold through our link that helps out this podcast. And that's it. Mike, any parting words? Oh, yeah, there we have to do our parting <laughs> words. As we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I'm going to ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? I'm going to do two. Okay. D-Mac. Okay. For getting the call up. All right. Coming back to Raw. Really think he's deserving of it. He's one of those that had a lot of potential his first run in WWE, and it seems like they just kind of dropped the ball and didn't know what to do with him. And then once he left WWE, he became a huge star. And they were like, okay, yeah, it's time for you to come back now. We mm-hmm, get it. Mm-hmm. And big cast for coming back. Okay. A couple of returns there. Yeah. I like it. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going to go with... I'm trying to think. Let's see here. How about one Shinsuke Nakamura for becoming the best heel in wrestling? Okay. So, folks, that is going to be it for this week. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes, and while you're there, leave a comment. Folks, this helps us out with our uh, exposure in iTunes, helps out metrics and everything like that. So, folks, Five-star review. Five. And, you know, and if you want to, you can call Dustin five-star and tell him. <laughs> folks, you've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.